0: Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of A Slut With Morals. Uh, It's Ruby, your host, and today my friend Casey is joining me to talk about JFK's magic bullet. Casey, if you want to introduce yourself.
1: Hello, how are y'all?
0: Okay, so Casey, you're kind of, I've always really liked when people kind of um, know what I'm talking about whenever I'm talking about a conspiracy theory. And when I told you about JFK, you were like, oh, I know a lot about that subject, right? A
1: decent amount about it, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, So, uh, just to get started, um, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, born uh, May 29th, 1917, uh, died November 22nd, 1963. So, we're actually coming on the anniversary of his death. He's Mm -hmm. been dead over 50 years now. 57? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was the 35th Democratic president from January 1961 until his assassination in November 1963.
1: Here in Dallas.
0: Yeah, here in Dallas, uh, serving only 1,036 days in office. He was only 46 years old and one of the youngest presidents to ever be elected. Um, So many people think that Lee Harvey Oswald assassinated JFK, but he was arrested for the murder of police officer J.D. Tippett, and then was subsequently charged with Kennedy's assassination. Um, so Oswald denied ever shooting anyone. And then two days later after Kennedy's death, Oswald was shot and killed by Jack Ruby before he could even be prosecuted. Um, so what they, and by they, I meant the government. Um, so what they pretty much said was that like, oh, this guy is shot and killed the president and then walked a couple blocks and slipped into a movie theater.
1: That's where he was arrested. Yeah, it was the Texas Theater, yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) Which, I don't know, like, I kind of, like, find that kind of, like, crazy that you just completed this murder, and then they find you, like, eating popcorn, watching a movie. Yeah, the timeline
1: of it is very messed up. Right. Um, The timeline of of his movements are very messed up. This is why I wanted to ask you if you had ever seen Oliver Stone's movie, JFK, about it, because... Oliver Stone, um, is awesome, uh, as far as being a Vietnam veteran and also as far as being a filmmaker, but Oliver Stone also will embellish, um, things in his movies, which is what I wanted to ask you about. That's a big thing that a lot of people have about Oswald, um, not being able to do the shooting by himself and not being a good shot Oz, uh, oliver stone even mentions it yeah the, the only scene in the movie that walter Matthau is in is a plane ride with him and kevin costner and he says to kevin costner well you know what they said about lee harvey oswald and he costner says i don't know what what did they say about him they said well you know they said he had maggie's draws what does that mean maggie's draws meant he wasn't a good shot it, it meant he he was bad he was a bad marksman yeah and we can go back and look at Oswald's proficiency exams when he was in marksmanship uh, classes and that's total bullshit. You yeah, go back point... and look and his 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 proficiency marksmanship tests were like 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. 10, out of 10. he, he well, was he was he could do the shooting.
0: The, the Marines also have like only like three levels of marksman, you know. Mm. And the highest level or the the lowest level is only 190 points. And that makes you a marksman, you know. Yeah, so you could be, yeah, yeah. So you could be like a shit shot, and you know they would still qualify you as long as you met the 190. And Lee Harvey Oswald only had, I think his his testing was like 191. Hmm. So he was barely like one point above that.
1: Yeah, he wasn't um,
0: the best. Yeah,
1: yeah, he wouldn't be probably what you would call at the time one of the, you know top 10 snipers in the world but he also wasn't bad (laughs) he could he could do some shots yeah
0: but still it's just like he was that good of a marksman to create a magic bullet
1: well the idea (laughs) yeah the idea I mean they think about when they when they construct these reenactments of it it's how many bullets were fired you know could could one person get out that many bullets could one person uh, uh, miss and or hit that many times, you know, with the ricochets and the one that was found under the, the overpass okay. and all that stuff. Um, but ballistics as well, the, the headshot on Kennedy. Um, I remember seeing reenactments on the history channel where they did a, you know, a, a gelatin mold of Kennedy. And horses head. and
0: horses. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And they showed multiple times, you know, how a bullet, once it hits, mass once it hits bone once it hits flesh whether it stays straight or whether it tumbles and and where the bullet goes and how sometimes a shot from the front can look like a shot from the back and vice versa a shot from the back can look like a frontal you know shot from from right in front of the person's face all of those things Um, i remember when i was younger thinking no fucking way there's no way lee harvey oswald did this um, by himself
0: because I mean like if you see the way that the motorcade like was coming down Dealey Plaza, right? And then the way that the building was down set down Elm, Elm Street Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. And then like the way that the building was set up even if he did shoot it would be like a diagonal shot
1: Oh, yeah, they they talked about why would he be and he worked there he worked in the yeah. school book depository but why instead of um, That window where they where they're pretty sure he was at mm why would he be there when he could have been in this other area and would have had this clean shot straight on before Kennedy's motorcade even turned left onto Elm. They would still be on uh Houston street. Um, same way the, uh, Mavs parade went back in yeah. 2011. He would have had a, a direct straight shot and Kennedy wouldn't have even been on Elm yet. They wouldn't have even have made that left turn yet.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that factors into it too. But again, like I said, um, before we started this, Kennedy had a ton of people pissed off at him at this time,
0: right? Because I I told you that it was sorry, I'm taking my shoes off because ow. Um, <laughs> but I told you that I believe it was uh, the mafia boss Carlos uh, Marcello that you know I believe that it that he was the one that um, called the shots on it. Mm-hmm. You know because Texas was one of his. Um, territories
1: okay yeah and did he um did he know jack ruby
0: yes that's that's i'm coming
1: okay this is
0: this absolutely that all of this will come to terms i promise you sure um so oswald denied ever shooting anyone um he when they found him in the theater he pretty much claimed himself a patsy which is uh, back then it was another word for scapegoat you know um And then, uh, so he was killed by Jack Ruby, not even two days later, you know. uh, Shot in the stomach. Yeah, before he could even be prosecuted. Mm -hmm. And pretty much Jack Ruby was a nightclub owner here in Dallas. And he was known to be affiliated with the mafia boss, um, Carlos Marcello. And from this book that I've I've been listening to, it's an audible. uh, It's called, shit, hold on the hidden history of the jfk assassination by lamar waldron okay. um it pretty much deep like really detailed follows all of um and i'm only like five chapters deep this this book is it's so at first it started out slow and then you're just like wait what and then you rewind it or you know are you you're like halfway it. through like no i'm not even halfway through i yeah. think it's like jesus christ let me see it's 19 chapters and I'm only okay. on chapter 5. Mm-hmm. Um but this book has been so enlightening and so like eye-opening as to how the mafia used to work back then. You know, like you you really don't you really don't think about it until um you know cuz you've seen movies like Goodfellas and you've seen movies like Casino and how, you know, they make their moves and stuff. But this book is so fucking detailed as to Pretty much like how he liked his shoe shined and in all of this, you know what I mean. And um, very detailed. Oh, it's, it's extremely fucking detailed. Um, and so you know, pretty much what Marcello did was he told Jack Ruby he was like, "Hey, uh, Lee, you know Oswald's going to talk, so you either need to find a crooked cop to like kill him, or do it your fucking self," you know.
1: I could buy that. Yeah. Um, I could buy him putting a, a hit out on Oswald a little bit more than I could buy him putting the hit out on Kennedy. Well, I mean. And if he even knew Oswald. I mean, yeah. how did he even know Oswald? Uh,
0: so Oswald Oswald actually grew up. He was born and grew up in New Orleans
1: mm-hmm.
0: where Carlos Marchetto also grew up. Okay. Yeah. And uh, pretty much they – Oswald really didn't know what the fuck he was getting himself into you know um, which is pretty much the case with a lot of good people that they kind of do like a little bad thing and then they don't really know like what the fuck is up you know what i mean like they don't know how deep it goes
1: and they're in too deep
0: and then they're in too deep yeah and and sometimes you know you're a good person that did a bad thing that you know what have you Um, but i think that oswald was super fucking just innocent honestly like i think that he was a scapegoat and then, you know, he was found because he was the only one that was, that worked at the plaza or, you know, the, uh, what's it called? The The
1: depository, school book depository. Well, he was a defector. I mean, he, he was denouncing his American citizen, citizenship to, to become a Russian um, or already had, whatever it was. Um, He was, you know, there's the, the new Orleans connection. There's the Florida connection. Um, the
0: chicago connection yeah and yeah. so and that's the thing too is that like a lot of people don't know that there was two other attempts on jfk's head you know there were two other attempts one in tampa which that one sorry that one was called off um i think four months prior to dallas
1: mm-hmm. i remember hearing about that it's another parallel with lincoln yeah there's all the parallels with abraham lincoln and and wilkes booth
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: there lincoln was supposed to get got you know, before April, when he when that happened to him, um, lots of people have made that other parallel with Kennedy that that he sh- was going to be killed possibly before Dallas.
0: Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, Tampa was also. um So I think it was like three bosses that were like, because, you know, JFK was super against like, organized crime. Well, his you brother know? Bobby
1: was was even more so yeah Yeah,
0: and so like they were trying to put a stop to fucking all of that you you can
1: ask jimmy hoffa if you can find him about robert kennedy
0: yes so um not only that but you know there's like so many fbi informants as well that this book i'm telling you it is like such a fucking eye-opener anyway so um you need to see the movie though
1: even though there's some falsehoods in it you need to see the oliver stone movie it's awesome
0: i was actually watching dark legacy I don't know if you've seen that one yet. It's it's just a documentary, but um, I'll I'll look into that one. What's that one called?
1: It's just JFK. That's okay. Kevin Costner. JFK. Um.
0: The I pedophile. Think...
1: No, who? What? Kevin Costner, the actor.
0: Yeah, is yeah. he a pedophile?
1: No. Are you thinking of Kevin Spacey? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even. <laughs> Oops. My bad, uh, my bad.
0: My bad. My bad. Uh, the
1: pedophile. Kevin <laughs> Costner. Yeah. No. JFK. Nineteen ninety. Allegedly. Right. Right. I believe, I believe JFK came out the same year as The Doors. Oliver Stone made both of those movies.
0: Okay.
1: I think the same time, 90. Um, and JFK is long. I, th- I want to say it's like four hours, but it's awesome. Uh, Walter Matthau is only in it for a little bit. Uh, Donald Sutherland is only in it for a minute. He plays Mr. X. And his scene with uh, Kevin Costner is awesome, where he kind of breaks down, you know, how there was no way kennedy was getting out of dallas alive and and how this was uh you know a coup uh from the moment he stepped off the plane in yeah. dallas and
0: well i mean also so many people think that the that the government did it but it was like why would the government do it? and then of course well the but government it would, would make... do it
1: because kennedy didn't want to get into vietnam and johnson lbj apparently had no problem getting into vietnam that was the point kennedy 10 years earlier 12 years earlier in 51 had seen us getting our asses destroyed and in, Phil- in the Philippines. He had already seen that as a naval officer and he had no interest in getting into Southeast Asia. And by 63, we were already into Laos and Cambodia and all of that. We weren't technically in the Vietnam war because we weren't technically in the Vietnam war until LBJ was president. But that was the whole point. That's what it was steering towards. And, and the Bay of pigs, Kennedy with the Cubans It was the Cubans, the Soviets, and American intervention and it was leaning everybody was telling Ken, Kennedy to go into Vietnam and he was saying no and LBJ gets in and bam we're in Vietnam for fucking 10 years fuck and uh, and it it was pointless
0: yeah honestly like i and the, you know JFK was right about that like we really should not have even gone into Vietnam but i don't like i don't believe that like i don't believe that a President not wanting to go to war would be the reason for him to be assassinated. Like I would then much watch, more- the, watch the movie okay. because
1: Donald Sutherland's going to break down to you how war means money, how war equals money. Bell helicopter, all that shit. War contracts, defense contracts. Us going into a, it's the same thing Cheney did with the Iraq War. We go into a country, we bomb them to smithereens, and then we have them pay us to help us rebuild them. It's it's money it's it's a way it's called war profiteering
0: i don't know i just know that carlos Marcello had fucking hated JFK from you know during his campaign all of that
1: yeah i get that and that's the other question that 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 raises is yeah a mob boss and and there's plenty of mob bosses that have power beyond our wildest dreams but know, do they do they have cool? the power do they have the power to get the CIA to stand down. Do they have the power to get the bubble top taken off of JFK's car? You know, when normally it wouldn't have been, normally he Mm -hmm. would have been under a bubble that was bulletproof. Um, except for that day. Why on that day was the top down?
0: Well, see, that's the whole reason that it was like he either needed to be assassinated in Tampa, assassinated in Chicago or assassinated in Dallas, Texas, because those were the days that he would be in an actual motorcade. And so when he was in Tampa, I believe, they learned that there was four different hitmen uh, in the same, you know, vicinity that, that JFK was. And so they ended up calling off the motorcade. Like they ended up – JFK like completely shut it down. He didn't do it at all. Yeah, he, he didn't show up or anything at all. He, he just completely called it off.
1: No, Should have done that in Dallas. Oh, I know, right?
0: <laughs> well, also – They didn't know about the hitman and who the fuck would suspect a lanky kid from New Orleans to do it from six floors up and have a magic bullet in his. What did he use?
1: A carbine rifle that cost less than $13.
0: There you go. Back then or like now?
1: Back then. Okay.
0: Like now you know. it would be like 40.
1: It wouldn't have been. Yeah. Like I that. mean, it was yeah. a cheap ass rifle is the point.
0: So in his very cheap rifle, a very magic bullet. I mean like these, he probably sprinkled it with like glitter or some shit. I don't know.
1: Well, like, that's yeah. the bullet. That's the bullet that ended up in Conley's <laughs> wrist. That's not, you know, that wasn't the headshot bullet that ripped his head off. That wasn't that. See, and yeah. that's the
0: thing too, is that like there was one that came out through his throat, right? Correct.
1: The first shot went through through, his, through the back of his neck and yeah. came out his throat, and, and that's the you one see that it in the Zapruder film. You see him grabbing yeah. his neck. Yeah,
0: he's like, yeah. And then the second one came, and that was the he, one that hit
1: nobody. Apparently, they said that the second one hit nobody and bounced off the underpass and hit that that bystander guy. He got clipped with a a fragment of a bullet or or a ricochet of a bullet.
0: Right, and then so okay, and here's where we're gonna talk about that. So. Ruby successfully appealed his conviction and death sentence, but quickly became ill and lost his battle to cancer in 1967, less than three years later.
1: Died with all the secrets with him.
0: Yeah. Um, so the Warren Commission created by uh, President Johnson concluded that Oswald acted alone in killing Kennedy and that Lee Harvey Oswald was not part of any conspiracies. Of course, the fucking president would say that. Say it again. I said it. Um... LBJ yeah LBJ uh, concluded that Oswald acted alone in killing Kennedy and that Lee Harvey Oswald was not part of any conspiracies but it's like yeah of course it's a great I'm way to shut the door on it president yeah I would fucking yeah. say it. it's like well if the president said it then it must be true um
1: especially the president who succeeded you
0: right um so but you know like let's get fucking real here um so jfk was actually taken to parkland hospital um which is located here in dallas um it is a renowned teaching hospital and it even saved my life when i was a kid like uh me and my mom were in a really terrible car accident and they took us there i had emergency surgery like immediately my mom uh, was there a little bit longer than I was? I was then transferred to Children's. Um, they but,
1: diagnosed me with a hernia four years ago.
0: Yeah, um, but it's a level one. I mean, it's 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 a renowned teaching hospital because they get all forms of life there. You know what I mm. mean? Like they, it's a county hospital, so. Um, donations and all of that, but also that's because they help the homeless, and they help people that have absolutely no health insurance. Um, They see everything. They see everything, and I saw everything when I was working there. You know what I mean? I saw everything from gunshot wound victims. Um, Unfortunately, I saw everything from uh, hit and runs. I mean everything. It was really fucking terrible some some nights. Um, uh, Heroin overdoses. I mean, just all that shit, you know? Um,
1: People from a Knife fight or something like that. Everything. I mean,
0: honestly, that stuff. Oh, one time I even, there was this guy that, uh, uh, he got an acrylic nail stuck in his pee hole. Ouch. I guess him and his girlfriend were like, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, did not work out for him at all. So, um, it was beautiful. I laughed a lot. Um, but, uh, so, um, I mean, it's a level one trauma center and it's always, it's always, it has always seen, um, you know, multiple gunshot wound victims, anywhere from daily to every other day, even to this day, you Mm -hmm. know? And um, so what exactly do you know about the day that they took Kennedy to Parkland? Like?
1: Well, if you, I know that they took him in and I mean, the The length of time of him getting in there and them pronouncing him dead to me is almost a mood point. I mean, the guy had his head blown off. It the, was
0: 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. The idea that it would even take that long, you know, to pronounce him dead is, is I think that was more just for the country or whatever, but, um,
0: but I mean, like you still have to try to work on someone, even with, though they come in uh, now, a lot of the times they're, they work on people because of, you know, organ donations. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, but, but we, back then it was like, well, we have to try to do something. You know? Yeah, but I th- mean, it was a moot point, like you said, but still, like you have to try something. That's a anything. doctor's it's job, of course. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: exactly. Um, but you, you know, they they had to have just like in the in the movie um, Oliver Stone illustrated it. You're looking at this like, w- what? I can't do anything with this. You know, there's nothing I can do this guy's had the whole back of his head blown out.
0: Have you seen his autopsy pictures? Oh, yeah. oh my oh, god. Yeah. Like it doesn't even look like JFK. Like honestly, like his face is just so like you know, cuz yeah. like in all of his pictures, like his, you know, when he's alive, he looks so like charming and just happy and you know, he looks like a serious man, of course, but but yeah. he just looks like a good person like you would want to shake his hand.
1: Jackie Jackie never took her never changed clothes when if you look at the you can't see it in the pictures but they're not even back to DC with his body but that's when LBJ gets sworn in as the as the president is on the plane and Jackie's right next to him she's wearing the same dress she's got you can't see it but she's got blood and brain matter on her she's got his brains on her fucking dress and she's like i'm not gonna change i'm not i want them to see what they did to him
0: so if you see the you know the video she actually like reaches back and tries to grab his brain matter that's on the car yeah she's got his
1: brains in her hand
0: yeah and she's like holding it and she's just you know she's just holding it and she like grabs him and she's like
1: and forensics that's the other thing about the car the car after it was brought to Parkland, after they got to Parkland, that car disappeared. It did, and and it was not. We think of forensics in the way that we think of them today, um, the way that we would handle that because that car is a piece of evidence. That that car is a, an orgy of evidence. Um, yeah. That car disappeared, and it it was not, you know, combed over. It was not, you know, dissected and looked at. Um, that car could have given us a lot more evidence than, than what it it gave us at all. If it gave them anything, if they used it at all.
0: Yeah. That's very true. Like, and I hadn't even like thought about that, but, um, so
1: it's probably in a museum. I think it is in a museum now, but it's been cleaned up. It wasn't, (laughs) it's not sitting in a museum with brain matter and bone matter and skull matter all over it. It's,
0: Kind of wish
1: it was, though. Like, that would make it more interesting.
0: Yeah, but you'd probably have to wrap it in
1: plastic. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, there'd be, like, maggots and stuff.
1: Yeah, it'd be kind of gross. Yeah. Very gross.
0: Now I'm, like, thinking about it.
1: (laughs) That car was a mess. And after Parkland, it got, it went somewhere and got, you know, completely cleaned up and hidden for a while.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um. So we actually, we have like six minutes left to um, record this half of the episode. But um, so he doesn't get his autopsy performed at Parkland. He gets his autopsy performed in, um, Is it
1: in Bethesda in Maryland.
0: Yeah. Um, by Navy Commander James Humes and Navy Commander J. Thornton Boswell and army lieutenant colonel pierre fink 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 f-i-n-k yeah F-I-N- no, oh okay like i don't Zink? know probably um and oh no hold on I, I left out a piece of uh information so when they're taking his body to parkland um one of the doctors ended up ended up saying you know that he um so they lift his body right And when they lift it, a bullet falls out. And then when they're, like, cleaning up his body or whatever, like, another bullet falls out.
1: He's he's not clothed? This falls out of his body? This falls out of clothing that he's still wearing? Well, they have
0: to, I don't know if you've ever been in a trauma center, but as soon as you arrive, they're ripping off all of your clothes. Cutting them off. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, and I get it. Like, imagine, you know, and they're trying to, like, put it onto a table, like obviously whatever you have on you, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to fall off. It's going to fall out. Right. And then once they cut you open, whatever is there is also going to fall off you. Right. You know,
1: in the stone movie, a bullet is, he puts forth the theory that, uh, a bullet is literally placed on the gurney that, um, Kennedy is on, uh, for a moment. And it's a perfect bullet, which, you know, contradicts ballistics completely you know no bullet comes out of the gun and hits anything and remains perfect you know um but he puts forth that theory in it um as far as a bullet falling out of him um i don't know i don't know about that i mean we know of the one that went through his throat we know the one that took his head off and we know of the you know the the one that
0: hit that um, the guy is, on,
1: in the uh, under the yeah. overpass yeah
0: so if you think about you know so the grassy knoll which is so crazy so like if you're going down elm street those of those of you that have not visited dallas texas and do not know all of this um should i pause it here and then continue on the next episode uh, on the next half? if of you it? want yeah okay because i i kind of want to get into this um so the, and, and add a little bit to the conspiracy traffic um, is going
1: is going down towards 35 on on elm the way right kennedy where kennedy's car was yeah on, and there's on an the x the, yeah on this and on the side of the grassy knoll where these possible other shooters could have been, traffic is going the other way. Oh, it's and going, also
0: we're uh, gonna talk a little bit commerce. about the umbrella man. So, oh, ah, the umbrella man. He's in the there. video,
1: he's in the, the video. The
0: signaler. Um, Thank goodness allegedly. for that Zapruder film. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. All right, we will be right back.
1: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
0: Alright, beautiful people, we are back, you filthy heathens. Uh so if you have not visited uh I'm back with Casey. Casey?
1: Hey, yeah. how are you? <laughs> Again, how are uh, you?
0: They're, they're good. They're, they're good. good. you fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. Uh, I should stop asking. <laughs> not at all. I, I think uh, I mostly just tell them what to do, but you're actually asking them.
1: I want them to be good.
0: Okay. Why well, I always tell them to be good. Okay.
1: I should just not say anything.
0: No, you should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay let's continue um so if you have not been to dallas or downtown dallas and you have not been to the grassy knoll and you haven't seen the school box depository school
1: book depository
0: that sorry guys the vodka has hit me the corner, you know. <laughs> the
1: corner of houston and elm
0: because as you know it is never a sober podcast. Um, but where was I oh so when you're going down on Elm Street um there's actually a white ex in the like right where Kennedy was uh shot uh and allegedly assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald um I'm gonna say allegedly to that because he may have been like whatever but he wasn't even prosecuted so dude was probably innocent you know most likely was innocent allegedly
1: um most likely allegedly most
0: likely allegedly it's like when you say accidentally on purpose right like i accidentally on purpose smoked a joint
1: it's like jumbo shrimp or elevated subway it's like a oxymoron yeah yeah
0: you said elevated subway and i was thinking like just like more meat on my subway sandwiches (laughs) (laughs) elevated Yeah. yeah like this shit got elevated. Okay. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Um, so the grassy knoll is kind of this like uphill, you know, if, if you haven't seen the videos of JFK's assassination, um the the grassy knoll is, is like uphill, right?
1: Yeah, you're yeah, on that side on the right. commerce. If you're going on commerce, you're going up into downtown. If mm-hmm. you're going the way of the JFK motorcade when he got hit you're going down elm right towards the freeway and it, it is on an incline
0: right and so i was thinking and i'm adding a little bit of my own twist in this conspiracy is that what if there was someone in the sewers
1: okay what if it's a good what if i guess there's
0: right like yeah I don't know. What if there's someone in the sewers and they kind of like, that was, have, that was me been, shooting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Would Phew. it have been caught though? I mean, if, if you saw somebody actually,
0: if, if you had all that video dark, footage. If they're in the dark, because sewers are dark, naturally.
1: Yeah, but once you pop out at street level, you're in the daylight.
0: So you're saying that like someone would just like ninja turtle it and just like well I think pop you're out. saying it. you're saying no that. what I'm saying is that like fucking what's his name Pennywise the clown like in the <sighs> dark in the shadows pointing your fucking gun to where nobody's fucking you know even paying attention because the the stage is set in light you know it's the stage is set
1: yeah but to get a to get a shot at somebody from below the the ground level would be pretty hard.
0: Yeah, you know what? Never mind. I'm not adding my conspiracy on that because like so if you guys don't know, there was actually a shot that went through his temple like on the right-hand side, right? And that's the one that essentially blew the back of his fucking head out. And what people don't know is that one of the commanding officers that performed JFK's autopsy had never performed a fucking autopsy in his whole entire fucking life um not only that but later on uh jfk's clothes and all of the paperwork that what's his fucking name the autopsier the autopser hughes Emmy Humes.
1: Humes, the m.a the medical yeah. examiner
0: he ended up fucking destroying the evidence he fucking set fire to them
1: hmm.
0: he destroyed all evidence
1: Which you normally don't do.
0: Which you normally don't fucking do. It's a medical record. Whether it was the president or not, it's a fucking medical record.
1: Because you're not supposed to have a bias either way.
0: Exactly. You're supposed to be. It's just like every other fucking doctor. You know, if a patient comes in and they're a fucking crack addict and they're telling you that, you know, their kidney hurts. Well, you're not going to look at them and be like, maybe you should fucking stop doing all the crack. No, you're going to be like, okay, you know what, let's look. Maybe you have, a, you know, acute kidney injury or something from the crack. But we're not diving down into that until we know exactly what's going on. You know what I mean? So you have to be unbiased as to all the aspects when you're giving a medical examination. Uh, no matter what the person has done, no matter who the person is. Um, almost like a black doctor having a, or a black surgeon having to work on a, a Nazi communist. You know what I mean? First, do no harm. Exactly. And that's the Hippocratic Oath. You're a doctor. Do the fucking thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Without bias. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? Yeah, without bias.
0: I'm like, do the thing. Like, you're a doctor. Do the doctor thing.
1: Yeah, stitch it up, whatever. (laughs) Sew it up.
0: Okay. I'm so sorry. Okay. So on this book that I've been listening to, because it's an audible, I don't have time to like sit down and read shit. If I do, I, it's late at night, it's four o'clock in the morning. And you know, I end up and it's most of the time when I'm reading something, it's actually homework, you know, it's not all the time that I'm like, you know, if I'm writing shit down, it's either homework or it's the research that I've been doing or what have you. And then, you know, I, I, continue, but anyway, so I've been, I listen to audible so that I can drive around and while I'm driving around. I listen to it and then, you know, I can make my own conclusions and stuff. I'm so sorry, guys. The vodka hit me. I have not eaten.
1: And you're talking about how you absorb, you're absorbing stuff.
0: I'm also absorbing this vodka. Right. <laughs> anyway. um And so this book that I've been listening to once again, Once again, it's um, called The Hidden, I already forgot it, I'm so terrible. <laughs> the Hidden History of the JFK Assassination um, kind of goes way much deeper um, into Carlos Marcello and Jack Ruby's relationship and Lee Harvey Oswald as well. Um,
1: as as what it says is what he said he was a patsy. Yeah, right.
0: Um, pretty much just kind of like like they he did have ties to the mafia. Um, but it was more like, um, running here, running there for them. Uh, Jack Ruby was you know the nightclub owner that had ties to the mafia via Marcello. Um, and then Marcello was this huge mafia, uh, mob boss. Grew up in New Orleans. Um, you know he was Sicilian. Um, so he, he kind of like Italian ties. Yes. So we'll, yeah. So I was about to correct you and be like, Sicilian and Italians are different, but essentially it's like Guatemalans and Mexicans. It's, you understand, you know what I mean? Sicily speak,
1: is a part of Italy.
0: Exactly. <sighs> Just like Guatemala is a part of, well, now it's central. Um, no, it's South America, but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. What was I saying? Oh yeah. Fuck. Give me a second, you guys. Give me just like 1 second. I'm
1: You're on Marcello.
0: The process of the thought. <laughs> I'm normally not this um unprofessional, I promise you. Uh So, um Marcello grew up in New Orleans and so did Oswald. But Oswald didn't wasn't born until, like, many years later. I believe that Marcello was born in, like, 1910 or something like that. Um, so he was even older than Kennedy by seven years. I think he beat him by, like, seven years. and um, Which is – that's, like, so crazy to me that this very young – I mean, the 1960s don't even feel like it was that far away. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like it was a really long time but ago. But it was a me. crazy decade. I know. Um, and so – you know and, and we know so much about history in this time more than we know about history in like the nineteen hundred, like early early 1900s in the late 1800s you know what i mean well
1: it was also it was also after tv had gotten its feet under it you know the the 50s was the the golden age of tv but also the inception of it and by the 60s we you know we had television news we we were getting away from radio i mean we were still listening to it but we had we had Walter Cronkite. We had um, news the way that we kind of see it. Who
0: is we today.
1: Um, <laughs> We meaning my mom and my dad, I guess at the time. Okay. Um, but media, media was was in the '60s beginning to resemble. Awesome. Yeah. It, it was beginning to resemble what we've all grown up on. Um, prior to the '60s, media a huge part of it. You know in the 40s and 50s was radio, um, television news. They call Kennedy the first television president. Um, well, yeah, I mean, he looked like, like it. That's the whole Camelot thing. He he looked like a movie star, yeah, you know, and and uh, you know,
0: I would totally sit on his face, sure. <laughs> Sorry, he was, a, he was a very, very beautiful man. Like, so I was get. His wife. It, Marilyn Monroe, I totally understand why that Happy birthday, Mr. President. Yeah. And Robert Kennedy mm-hmm. uh allegedly.
1: Sure. Her death, her death has a whole
0: Oh, I already did a whole episode on her death. Yeah. yeah. Her death
1: has a whole um, uh, atmosphere around it of of conspiracy and all that.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, actually like I think that the conclusion that I came to was that she accidentally overdosed. I don't think that she meant to do she it. She did on it purpose. to herself
1: but not on purpose. Yeah.
0: Um, mm. I just think that it was probably one of those nights where she was feeling really down, really pitying herself, and she probably took a little bit more than she could chew and had a little bit too much to drink and then I mean, she just went down, you know? Like so
1: You know, the only all the people that we could ask about it are dead. Yep. You know? We can't ask jack we can't ask bobby and we can't ask frank sinatra
0: who was also a very beautiful man
1: old blue eyes
0: old blue eyes old blue eyed frankie
1: <laughs> had a pretty good singing voice too he,
0: yeah he was actually kind of a terrible actor but let's give or take i guess
1: go watch pal joey that's that's him and kim novak kim novak was in vertigo with jimmy stewart and that's an amazing hitchcock movie
0: I do love Alfred Hitchcock, though. Well, go
1: go watch Vertigo. It takes place in San Francisco and in the the missions in the surrounding California area. It's a beautiful movie, and it's in color. It's not black and white. So you get to see how beautiful they were. Kind
0: of like Niagara Falls. What, What movie is that with Marilyn Monroe? Niagara Falls?
1: Niagara Falls. I don't know. Is that the title or just where She's it was? In
0: Niagara Falls, because I remember hmm. seeing her and I was like, that's when I fell in love with Marilyn Monroe. Like if I were ever gay, like that is who I would go for. A dead woman.
1: She was pretty <laughs> badass. <laughs> She's pretty badass for sure. Norma Jean.
0: Norma Jean, that's right. Norma Jean. Were you just lip biting at Norma Jean?
1: No, I had an inch. Was, uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. It was lip-biting at Norma y'all. <laughs> <Genia. laughs>
1: Marilyn Monroe, man.
0: She's she's a beautiful – she's like sex icon still to this. Anyway, so we were talking about how the 60s feel more relevant, you know, than um, – because it, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, even though it was a very long time ago. <laughs> and it was right because so that's when media started coming out and, you know – um,
1: it wasn't anything close to what we have now, as far as the 24 hour news cycle, you know, which is ridiculous. Not only
0: that, but it's um, on social media too. Like you can't yeah. escape the news no matter where you go. You Every time I can't. get on Instagram, it was like new, it was like a election pop-ups and I was just like, cool. And with, I was- with
1: social media and with, with smartphones and all that, there's literally no reason for us to talk to people anymore. The only reason we talk to people is because we're friends with them or to initiate a conversation that we don't have to. Like you used to have to ask people, Hey, what's the weather? Hey, what's the news? What's going on now? There is, if you've got a phone, there is no reason for you to ask anybody anything. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite comedians, Norm MacDonald in one of his specials points out about the news. He said, Basically, back when he was young, he was like the guy at five o'clock or 10 o'clock, he would come on and say, this is the news. And it'd be like a half hour. And he was like, it turned out that was all the news there was. And it really is. <laughs> about a half hour every day is about all the news that you really need to know. But now we're in this 24-hour news cycle. And we're, we're conditioned to think that we should know everything 24 hours a day. We shouldn't. It's, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of stuff that isn't important. You know, it's a bunch of not news that we are conditioned now to think is news.
0: Imagine being in the 60s, right? Imagine being the, had they had it been like this back then, but imagine, because, um, you know, back then they used to respect people getting shot and shit on the news. You know, like they would be like, oh, we can't show that. That's, you know, extremely violent and the children shouldn't see this stuff. And now it's just like, oh fuck it! Like, look, there's a whole bunch of, there's a gang bang going on over there in the corner, and uh yeah,
1: there were no guess, body cams yeah. in the '60s. and yeah.
0: so I mean, but imagine if they would have had the technology that we have now, and it would, you know, further advanced other than it just an eight millimeter minds. camera. But catching the assassination of JFK, there would have been cameras fucking everywhere.
1: Oh, the fact that Zapruder, nothing
0: would have been. The fact
1: that Abraham Zapruder was was filming that from De La Plaza. Like that's a, that's an X factor. That's a thing that no one could have thought of. Oh, there's a guy standing on this corner, this part of De La Plaza filming this. They, anybody who was involved in it, anybody who was involved in it on, on the good side, the bad side, whatever side, none of them had in their mind. Oh, there might be this guy with a 35 millimeter or whatever, you know, shooting this, the fact that his, his document, his documentation of that day exists is a... It's literally an, it's just an one piece
0: of evidence. It's literally. an anomaly, it is. yeah. Because, oh, and, and I'll tell you this. I remember being in the sixth grade, and this was the first time I think that I ever really saw someone get shot. I was in sixth grade, and my teacher, Mr. Webb, probably not I should have said his name out loud, uh, Captain Anonymous... But Mr. Webb, like, I remember he kept fucking zooming in on shit. You know what I mean? Like, it it was almost like every time that he watched that video.
1: Back and to the left.
0: He would, like find something new or something you know but he it was
1: probably something personal to him
0: I, it, I think it was because i think that that was like one of the biggest moments of history that he ever actually like really truly remembered that it was probably his as,
1: 9-11 before 9-11 oh yeah. absolutely
0: like yeah. i remember on 9-11 i was in third grade and i remember my teacher was just like watching this tv and she had a tissue and she was crying and i look over and i'm seeing you know the tv and it's This is the first time I'd ever seen this TV on, ever. (laughs) And it's the Twin Towers and the first one, you know, is down and then we're watching as the second one is fucking collapsing. Like-
1: Falling down. Yeah,
0: like it's, it was like, I remember just like that, that I will never forget 9-11 ever. If you have lost someone um, during the tragedy, I'm so sorry. Um, I actually feel like I need to address that in another conspiracy theory uh, thing, but if you did lose someone, I am so sorry. Obviously, this was not a conspiracy theory to you, but um, I I am very much a person that likes to see the what-ifs from someone because there were videos and everything that caught everything from different corners that day, you know what I mean, from different angles, and so to some, it looks like it's collapsing from the bottom. To others, it you know, they know that it collapsed from the very top. But once Jet again, fuel. Absolutely.
1: Jet fuel burning melts steel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that you could probably be on another episode of that. You're <laughs> very into these things, and I'm enjoying your time here. Um, or my time here, because I'm at your place. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for being here.
0: Thank you. Um so we totally completely just lost about 15 minutes of <laughs> JFK stuff but um so the magic bullet which is what we're talking about um and we have 10 minutes to talk about it so you guys thank you so much for still listening and paying attention and just listening to us rant a little bit um about everything and nothing at, at all uh, you know that was my nose he just booked me um <laughs> What was i saying oh quit um so the magic bullet right we talked about how the the medic uh was he wasn't a medical assistant right he was like an actual like coroner correct
1: an me a medical examiner apparently okay.
0: yeah. so so he he ended up throwing away JFK, or not thrown away, but he set fire to JFK's um, medical records. But so the park, the doctor at Parkland that ended up, you know, trying to help him, um, he ended up doing this um, kind of a sketch as to how the back of JFK's head was blown off. um, And how, you know, like all the entry wounds and the exit wounds. And so, um, so when the medical examiner, um, the colonel, was it? No, no, no. It was commander, right? Navy commander James Humes um, did his autopsy. He pretty much denied that the first there that that back of his head had been blown off like he he pretty much denied that whole thing he denied that whole theory uh pretty much just was, was like no um it was just the one in the back of the throat that ended up hitting the um person that was sitting in front of uh, jfk <laughs> right and then um so it wasn't until years later that he was like oh yeah i guess uh the parkland doctor that worked on you know JFK was correct and there was but it wasn't until like years later um and then after the war after commission. oh yeah after the war and commission I mean it was just like a whole bunch of people who were like you need to shut the fuck up about this um and we're gonna essentially like coach you because at the des- that position of it you know they brought in the doctor that worked on him at Parkland and then they brought in the three other um
1: physicians physicians
0: that worked on him uh later on in maryland so and what was so crazy too when i was telling you this earlier is that jfk's body was pretty much stolen um from texas to maryland he, between texas yeah
1: and maryland. between
0: between texas and maryland his body completely arrived in an absolutely different coffin
1: I don't know. I don't know about that. I, you know.
0: I so know. now I'm teaching you something.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what's documented is is only what we see, you know. Um, as far as that that time frame, it's only what we've been allowed to see.
0: I think that all of this would have been made much easier. I mean, oh, and then, so, um, you know, of course. So, Marcello ends up going to prison, um, which I was talking about. He was the, the mobster. Um, he ends up going to prison years prison years later, um, kind of like in the late 70s. Definitely nothing related to JFK's murder. Going to prison for yeah. something
1: completely different. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, like always. Unrelated. You know? yeah. yeah. And um, he gets a cellmate. And his cellmate was, um,
1: a young lad.
0: No, it was, it was a guy that was literally like 19 years younger than him. And he was, um, he was essentially fuck i'm trying to find his name sorry it was like land, land landenberg landbog oh fuck i'm so so terrible at last names and names just in retrospect but What was that?
1: My little uh, Bluetooth speaker.
0: Jack Von Lanningham. That's his name okay and so van lanningham they essentially so van lanningham is like the worst criminal in the history of criminals he um he commits a bank robbery and then feels so guilty about it he ends up coming forward and even the fbi agent that was like was like yeah we would have never known it was you bro you know you didn't need to come forward, you didn't yeah he, like, you would have gotten away with it essentially but anyway so he goes to prison he ends up meeting Marcello. And then they become cellmates after, you know, acquiring, like, a friendship or whatever. And then the FBI come to uh, Van Lansingverm.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: Van Lanningham and was, like, <laughs> Van
1: Lanningham.
0: Uh, Van Lanningham and was, like, Become an informant, you know, and so he goes, okay, but I need like immunity. If anything ever happens to me, you know, you guys need to be able to save me and also you guys need to get me out of here quicker. And so the FBI is like, yeah, fine, that's that's okay. And so he becomes an informant for the FBI and he essentially is like, every time that Marcello um, is like opening up about something, he's like writing it down or he ends up, you know, telling someone else, one of the guards, and then the guard that's an F- also an FBI agent. You know, uh, goes back to the FBI, essentially to the point that they end up getting a little he tells Jack uh, Van Lanningham, he says, go buy a radio from the prison store. And then um, so a prisoner, a prison guard comes by and says, hey, I need to check that make sure that you can even have that. And so he's like, OK, so see if it's
1: contraband. Yeah.
0: And so he goes, he he goes, OK, so um, they pretty much tapped it. And that's how they were getting, I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of Marcello talking about how he grew up in New Orleans, how he became a mob boss, this and that. And finally, it was a lot of like the JFK stuff, you know, about how he had set up the hit, how he told Jack Ruby, how he made him. He was essentially a godfather. And he told Jack Ruby, look, you either find someone to kill Oswald or do it your fucking self. You know, and in the span of two days where before Oswald was prosecuted. Ruby
1: decided to do it so
0: He was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to have to do it, you know. And so he did it in front of all of the media, you know, because he was shot literally on camera, you know, in front of TV oh, yeah. reporters and stuff.
1: Yeah, he knew so, the cameras were there.
0: Really, There is so much going on. And then there's like a whole other conspiracy about the zionists which are like israelis or something like that and they're jews or i can't remember exactly but there's like so much conspiracy behind this but i really believe that it was marcello allegedly who allegedly um but <laughs> put the allegedly hit, allegedly yeah allegedly allegedly put the hit on jfk organized the entire thing knew the trajectories, knew what would, you know, needed to be done, knew who needed to take the shot, where he was. And I absolutely believe that the umbrella man was the signal man.
1: I want you to watch Oliver Stone's movie and then come back to me on this.
0: I want you to read the hidden history of JFK's assassination and then come back to me. Yeah.
1: We can both do that and then we'll come back.
0: Yeah. And then we'll record another episode about it.
1: And like I said, when we first started this, Oliver Stone's movie is great but it's also
0: embellished got
1: some fiction in it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you guys, thank you so much for listening. Casey, do you have anything to say? Awesome. Okay. (laughs) Please, you guys do me a favor so that we can continue to be some filthy heathens. Uh, Wash your hands, wear a mask, be safe.